Running a business isn't all glamour and success stories. You're about to hear from a real founder in the trenches. I'm here to help them find clarity, have a space to get their ideas out in the open, and figure out how they're going to move forward. Welcome to the Talk to Stefan podcast. Today, I'm joined by Christina Pashalis, who is the founder of Content UK. Welcome to the Founder Hot Seat. Hey, Stefan. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to have you here. So can you give us a quick overview of what it is that Content UK does? Yeah, so Content UK is essentially a community for UK content marketers, both freelance and in-house ones. And we have lots of learning resources through webinars and templates for content marketers to get better at their jobs, as well as a Slack community for them to connect and collaborate with each other. Excellent. And how are you members sort of finding the platform? Yeah, I think they, the people that are in the community are really happy with it. They stick, they seem to stick around, which is nice. It grows organically and quite slowly, but at a nice, nice pace. So it's a, it's a very close knit community. But yeah, had nice feedback so far. That's good to hear. So tell me a little bit more about um, the challenge that you're sort of facing at the moment. Yeah, so I'd say that the main challenge I'm facing is so when I launched Content UK in terms of monetizing it, that was like September 2020, and I quit my job and was setting it up in all my free time. But over the last few months, I've been contracting as like a, a freelance content strategist a couple of days a week. And what I'm finding is I'm struggling to find time to do the actions to grow Content UK. I've sort of identified some things I can do, but I find in my days I'm not contracting now all I'm doing is just keeping the community running and doing all the things that I I need to do to to keep it going versus things that could grow the business so that's something yeah that that I've been struggling with I think. Okay let's dig into that a little bit deeper then so to understand you started the community you quit your job and then you were running it sort of full-time you know doing some freelance work alongside running the community what sort of portion of your time does that freelance work take up and how's, how's it split? So at the moment, on my current contract, it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so two days a week. That, that's pretty full on on those days. And then the remaining days, it's Content UK and maybe, and before work on the Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'll jump into some Content UK stuff as well from like 7am. Okay. So there is sort of a continuity there between every day there's some input and but just on a Tuesday and Wednesday it's happening before your contract work. Yeah, sometimes if it's something I need to do, that's when I'll do it before work. Yeah. Okay. And specifically, what's the sort of challenge that you're having with the time to you said time to do these actions to grow the community? What what do you mean by that? So in terms of the things I'd like to do to grow the community is maybe so at the moment, people will join like word through word of mouth. It's very organic. I haven't done anything really aggressively in terms of like, I don't know, say paid advertising or just something really focused on growing members. And I've identified that a good thing to do, for example, would be getting a virtual assistant to help with um, a lot of the admin, which is what I spend most of my days on the, the Mondays, Thursday, Friday doing. But even just <laughs> doing that, to get the VA to free up my time, I just I've had it on my to do list for quite a few while, and I've just not done it. Um, yeah, and then in terms of the things I'm doing that's taking up my time, it's just things like running the newsletter, talking to community members, and I said I'm launching like a mentorship program next month, and just all these various webinars, agreeing to like a conference that I was doing, and I just feel like all of that's quite heavy on anyway. And I feel like the only way it feels like the only way to even do the VA project is like working late 
that's kind of where I'm at at the moment with it. Okay. So it sort of leaves you, I guess, if we're taking a five-day week, I don't know if that's what you work as standard, but as an example, a five-day week, it leaves you with sort of three days there. How do you feel about that time? There's these other things that you're doing. Do you sort of plan those other things that you're doing into that time or do they just sort of happen as you go through those days? So I'll tend to like on a Monday, like review all the stuff that needs to be done. And then I find that always takes up the three days. So it could be, um, yeah, preparing questions for a webinar guest, preparing a webinar that I was doing myself like last week, writing the newsletter, uploading jobs. When I write all those out and then map it across the week, and I'll be like, oh, the VA project, that can, I have to park that. And do you think that the VA would be doing some of that work that you're mapping out there? So we'd be doing a lot of the things like, so when there is a webinar, I'll then upload it onto a site, do a transcription, do snippets, a lot of the admin stuff that I could prob- definitely give to somebody else once I'd written out the instructions. Uh, finding and adding jobs to a jobs board. There's a lot of things there that probably don't need me doing it per se but take up quite a bit of time so yeah they would they do a lot of those things okay and if we were to go sort of a level higher in terms of your priorities it seems like growing sort of content uk is is your main goal at the moment is that right or is that a sort of wrong assumption on my behalf yeah it's just making it just keep improving on it and growing it and and continue with freelancing (laughs) That's the main part of my income. So I do need to keep make sure I'm still working on contracting as well. Okay. In terms of um, growing content UK, what what does that involve? Is that increasing the um, number of members that you've got? Is it what goes into that? Yeah. So that would be increasing the number of members. So perhaps so um, yeah, things that are just going to entice new members. So yeah, as I mentioned, one thing I want to do is like. A mentorship scheme where you have like content mentors in the community and I think that's something that's going to entice the community and then like just promoting that more widely yeah that would be one thing having yeah, just set, setting up things like having more webinars that don't perhaps require me there so I can have a bigger schedule which is going to again hopefully draw more people there's a yeah, variety of different things I think that could do to make it make it better okay So it's all focused around bringing new members. Yeah, bringing new members and another source would be like optimizing. um, I have a jobs board where people like pay for featured jobs. I think there's some stuff that could be done there as well to generate more income from that. But the primary one would be increasing members. Okay. And in terms of the tasks that you're planning out for the three days that you've got, how many of those tasks would you say fit into this sort of headline of enticing new members? Oh, a tiny percent like all, all I do with that is for example I'll have a free webinar and for anybody and I will offer anyone that's attended the free webinar a 30-day free trial often people will join that free trial and then some become members through that but I think that's pretty much yeah that's a, a, so that doesn't take that long that, that additional bit barely any time is spent specifically trying to find the new members it's mainly running and keeping the current ones happy okay so it's a relatively small amount of time that's currently spent on it. And the hope is that getting a VA would take those other 95% of tasks, maybe not all of them, but a reasonable chunk of them away so that you can increase that 5% up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And say you'd got somebody in place, 
they were dealing with as much as they could. They'd offloaded the sort of admin and the repetitive sort of work that you were doing. You've got this time now. How, how would you fill that time? So like when I do have these free webinars that I mentioned, I would spend, which are good and bringing in a few free trials, I'd spend more time promoting those free webinars so that it reaches more content marketers, just taking time to promote those free webinars. I'd take the time to set up the uh, mentorship program that I had in mind. There's probably, I haven't done the thinking, but yeah, just other tasks like that, projects like that, which are specifically focused on like new things and promotion versus all the time I'm spending in yeah, the, the admin bits, uploading snippets, da, 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 da. Projects that are just completely geared towards this thing is going, I think it's going to get this many members. Yeah, I can, I can understand what you're saying. So this sounds like it's a case of taking all these tasks away from you, giving you the time back to work on these new areas. If you had that time, do you feel that you would sort of get on with those things or do you feel that there's anything else that's blocking you from sort of achieving those things? I think I, the only other tasks I could be doing is probably sourcing contracting work as well because that's a yeah, big part of my income. So probably spending some time making sure that's still going as well which I haven't had to worry about at the moment because I've just had an ongoing customer, but I, that can change at any moment with contracting. But yeah, I, I think that's that's the main stuff. Okay, so the contracting work allows you to work on the community because that pays bills, yeah, which then feeds <laughs> in and allows you to yeah work on the community alongside it. That makes sense. So in terms of the difficulty that you've got in finding the time to do these actions, is it a case of put the VA in And obviously, I know there's a little bit of a hurdle to sort of getting them in place and actually taking the time to do that. Or is there anything else to this? Yeah, I think that in my mind, it's a big project. Like, it feels big. I think maybe just from what other people have said about the importance of really documenting your current processes, which I probably haven't done at all. And it's all quite, there's probably loads and loads of things that I'm doing, but they're not written down for another person to be able to pick up. And I had a bit, I did briefly use a VA to help find jobs. I didn't have too good an experience with them. And and so I think that's, again, made me feel like if I'm going to do it, I really want to do it properly and put the time in to train them up, find somebody good. So it may be in my mind, it feels like this really big project and I need to commit loads of time. So I haven't, maybe that's an element as well. Okay. So what about if we break that down? Would that be useful? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So looking, getting somebody in place they're obviously looking to sort of free up your time in terms of where you'd start with this it sounds like you've used somebody before and they weren't so good so it sounds like you're starting from scratch is that right yeah i'll be starting from scratch okay and how clear are you in terms of what they would be working on i think i have a vague idea but not to the point where i've sat down and sort of brain dumped all the possible things and then sort of thought what is the most important stuff that they should be doing so I probably ha- yeah that's the task that I'd need to probably start with okay so brain dumping all of the things that you're currently doing so how would you go about sort of that brain dump I guess a good way would be like perhaps even this week as I'm doing my tasks just just making sure I'm just writing down what I've done and how long that took maybe even some of the steps that were required just just to get like a basic understanding over the next week or so of all the things that I'm doing. If I don't write it down, I, it's very much in my subconscious. I probably don't realise all the million things that are going on. Yeah. And how do you think that will affect this week's sort of productivity if you're doing that as well as 
the sort of list of tasks that you give them for yourself. I don't think it should take too long if I, it's just like a one sentence. This is what I've done. How long it took. I, I don't mean like breaking down all the steps at this point. Okay, that makes sense. So it's just sort of very high level. Yeah, just so I could be like, okay, uh, the video editing that took three hours. This took the newsletter took one hour, and then hopefully from there I can see. Yeah, like video editing is taking up a whole day versus other things. Okay, so you'll have this sort of good list of all of the activities that you've done, how long they've taken. Then where do you go from there? Then I guess it would be the step of, yeah, breaking breaking them down a little bit more. And so say like with the video editing, like did the transcripts, uploaded it onto the, my community area, shared it on social media, just breaking those down a little bit more and then identifying which of those only I can do or the ones that I think somebody else could do. Okay, and you're breaking that down on an individual task level, so maybe you don't you can give away parts of the video editing but maybe some parts of the video editing you need to do for instance if you've only got access to certain places as an example yeah or perhaps i'll select which bit they should focus on editing for the snippet and then they go and actually do it so then you've got these breakdown of sort of steps for each activity and then do you need anything else around sort of the workload or is it then a case of trying to find the right person I think at that point, yeah, then it would be, how do I then find the right person? Okay. And what are your thoughts on finding the right person? Sort of how or where would you would you go about doing that? I think I'd probably ask people in my network if there's anybody that they could recommend. So in the, the weekend club that we're a part of, I'm sure there's a few people in there that are using VAs. I think someone in there has actually recently published a, a video about their experience of working with a, v, a VA, so maybe watching that. That probably could be, yeah, I think that would be a good starting point, asking for recommendations from people that I trust. Okay, so asking for recommendations. You would filter through these people, I'm guessing. What's your sort of criteria or mechanism for filtering? How do you decide who to work with? I think that would probably come from the advice I'm going to get from, yeah, I'm not sure at this point. Okay. Yeah, just I think I'd have to ask some advice on how to best do that especially because the first one I, I tried didn't, didn't go too well. So I think just really clarifying some good tips from other people. Okay. And then the only other option versus it would be perhaps somebody within the world of content marketing who's really junior, who maybe they could help out, who could get a bigger role later on. That's the other, other route. Uh, okay. So you use somebody from the sort of content marketing world. Potentially someone, yeah, super junior who wants to maybe even get into content marketing. And it would, even though it's not sp- that much content marketing they'll be doing, it would just, it's an area that they'll get to meet probably other content people. So there could be something in that. So I think they're the two routes I'd consider. Okay. So that sounds like there's a good couple of ways to get into it. So you'll be then figuring out this sort of criteria for how you're hire. That's based on the discussions that you have. And then when it comes to actually hiring, what are you sort of really looking for? Is this part-time? Is it full-time? Uh, obviously, it's remote, I'm guessing, as well. It would probably be, uh, hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, oh, not full-time, definitely part-time. Uh, I wouldn't be able to afford full-time at this point. <laughs> but uh, if, yeah, a few hours a month, I think. And I'd need to look into like the, the costings and stuff to get a bigger sense. But I think, yeah, a few hours here and there. Okay. So budget-wise, are you looking to sort of figure that out and work out what you've got? Or is that something you already know? 
and you don't have to share that here, but just wondering if that's something you've worked on. Uh, I, yeah, I've got, I think I've got a number in my head. Okay, excellent. So you've got an idea of your budget. And then it's working backwards from that to figure out how much time that could afford you. Yeah, yeah. And I might realise that there's a lot less tasks I can offload at this point, but um, yeah. Also, in terms of um, sort of the match between the speed that you work at, as obviously you know your space and, and what goes on in the speed that they may work at, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I probably have to take that into account that I'm probably moving really, really quickly when I'm doing these things. And it'll probably be, yeah, like three, four times slower for whoever I'm giving that to initially, at least initially when I'm training them up. And I'll be new to training them up as well. So I'm imagining it's going to go extra slow. <laughs> That's I'll have to factor that in. Sounds like it's a sort of investment where it's a little bit more upfront, but then in the future it will hopefully pay back. Yeah, exactly. And we'll probably both make mistakes, both me and the, the VA starting out. And then, yeah, as you said, go, go smoother and pay back over time, hopefully. And what do you do to sort of keep an eye and make sure things are heading in the right direction with that sort of work? How do you, how do you foresee that? Is that a case of speaking to them regularly? Is it sort of periodic check-ins? What? I think, yeah, probably at least initially, I would think just really regular communication if they just update me every day that they're working, even if we're not just talking all the time in real time, as long as I just get an update every day, I think, and I provide information every day, that should help us iron out tweaks quicker than if there was like long, long delays between that. Okay. And probably having a, like, yeah, like a video call initially as well to just really understand our needs, which I wish I'd done with my first VA as well. <laughs> okay. So it sounds like there's sort of a process forming there. And in terms of timeframes with this, you mentioned about sort of doing the brain dump this week, we're seeing how things go. What do you think a timeline could look like for you to get this into action? For the brain dump? I guess if the brain dump, were you saying that that was, yeah, if you're saying the brain dump was this week, how, what do you think for the full thing? Uh, what month are we in now? Maybe if I give myself a generous amount of time, I think in a couple of months, like over a couple of months, I should at this that point be able that's feasible to have somebody on board as a trial okay so they're on board as a trial and you say trial what do you mean by that how do you sort of create that trial space what what is that so maybe agree a contract for like three months to start to start off with i think that's a nice amount of time to test if we both like working with each other let processes to breathe and then from there yeah carry on get a new person I think that, that, yeah, a good time to reassess would be after three months. Okay. So you've got that period that if things don't work out, you can switch it up. But at the same time, it gives you enough time to try. Yeah, I think, I think so. Three months feels like a nice amount. Okay. What, what do you think would actually stop you from getting to the point where you actually have got somebody in place and they're working away? Perhaps being a perfectionist about finding the perfect person, knowing, <laughs> knowing my traits, that would probably... I could be a perfectionist just trying to find the right person. But I think now you've asked me that question, I think it's more important just to get someone running to test things. And it's not really the end of the world if they're not the, the right person. I think I'll learn a lot just by getting someone going. And when, when you say the right person, what, what do you mean by that? Just someone who is uh, efficient and can get the things done well, good communicator. Okay. 
I think, yeah, again, that last person I had, they weren't doing the actual tasks. They were lying to me, like saying they'd updated the jobs. It wasn't updated. So I think, yeah, just someone trustworthy, nice, and just get the things done. Okay. So it sounds like the threshold isn't, you know, at a level that should be horrendous to find and, you know, really push you back. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It's like, it's the pre, I think most digital people should be able to do the tasks. Okay. And then over the next couple of months, what else might crop up that could end up pushing this back or could uh, delay this? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, just any other fires. So, or if I'm trying to, like, the mentorship scheme that I've mentioned that I want to set up, I keep thinking like that's going to be a really big project. Should I delay that till after I've got a VA? Because if I've said that this is launching on this day, that's suddenly going to have to become a priority and I can't park deadlines whereas the VA thing I could park because there's not as it's not going to affect lots of people so that yeah just any fires that come up with events that I run where they have actual deadlines okay I think that's it and that's what sort of happens right now is there are always things where there's like something happening this week with a deadline that I'm behind on I can push back on the VA thing sorting that out but I can't push back on the deadline of this event okay and the mentorship there that you mentioned have you set that date or are you saying that if you did set a date Mm, i i have announced that this is going to be launching in september uh i haven't given a date but nothing has actually gone forward with it i've just told my community members september a mentorship scheme is launching and have looked into a trainer to train some of the mentors that's as far as it's gone if i hadn't done that i probably definitely would push it down the line a bit but just even that little mini commitments made me feel like I have to do it in September (laughs) yeah so you are sort of semi-committed with that how do you keep the two of these going so that you still get the support of a VA but also meet your sort of deadline that you've set with the mentorship again maybe with the mentorship just making it a bit low-key not being too bothered about getting loads and loads of people involved that should sort of reduce the pressure on that I guess yeah, I think perhaps that's probably going to be maybe treat it as very much a beta one, just a few people involved. And that's fine without having to worry about getting loads and loads of mentors and mentees up and running for it. OK, so sort of not overwhelming yourself and just keeping it sort of a bit more low key to start with and gradually building up once you've got the infrastructure and support in place. Yeah, I think that or the and then the other one is moving it to January. One or the other of those. Do you think that, that could happen? Is that possible? potentially because i don't think i've i don't think anyone has joined the community just for that at this point because it's just very subtly been on like my marketing page maybe i don't know i think i need to think about that one a little bit Mm. i'm just wondering going back to the sort of the high level goal of enticing new members where do you think the sort of mentorship idea sits within that yeah i think it could be attractive to new people as a hypothesis i know it's I'm, i'm considering doing it because it's something that current members requested quite a few of them have said oh that'd be so nice to have mentorship so I think it would definitely be a nice thing for the community but yeah it's an experiment as to whether that could draw in people okay so it sounds like it is still connected and it's a related point so therefore it is a relatively high priority correct yeah okay excellent well I think that brings us to a really good point um to sort of conclude today Just in summary of what we've discussed, so you're saying that in September 2020, you quit your job, and that was the point at which you were then working on Content UK full-time, 
you're now doing some freelance um, content work as well alongside running the community and you're contracting on sort of Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which means that you have the other remaining time to work on building the community. With the uh, community, you're working to sort of entice new members. And there's a number of ways that you do that through word of mouth. You consider sort of paid ads as well. But also now you're looking at getting a VA to help with some of the admin work that you do and that takes up the time that you do have. You're saying that, you know, putting together videos and webinars and things like that takes a lot of time. And some of that is work that the VA will be able to help. And so we went through and looked at sort of the processes that you have to complete to find and work with a VA. And you're saying first, it's more of a brain dump. So as you're sort of doing a task, you'll write down what you've done and how long it took, and then go into more of a breakdown into the steps for each task and what you actually have to do so that somebody else could replicate it. And then it's a case of finding the right person to work with. And that's based on you asking for sort of recommendations because there's people out there that you know and again figuring out the criteria of how you're going to hire this person based on what again you could either look to sort of the content marketing world for somebody that's junior and wants to work in this sort of space or by speaking to people who have used VAs and have found their own sort of criteria to decide on who's good and who's bad and then from there you're saying it's sort of part-time few hours a month and depending on your budget and sort of the speed that they work at, you can figure out how much time you can actually get from them. And with that, you would have regular communications, daily updates, video calls. And that way, you know what's going on and what's happening to avoid the situation that happened last time with the last VA that you work with. And you say a three-month trial, three-month sort of contract to start with, see how they get on and go from there. And aside from that, there were just a couple of points um, around you saying that being a perfectionist might stop and get in the way of this. But you said that as long as they're sort of efficient, got good communication, that should be fine. And from the mentorship side, you said you've set a semi sort of set deadline of September. So that is a priority. But you say just keep the scope of that low, put it into more of a beta program so you can actually focus on getting that done. Do you think that's a fair summary? That was a brilliant summary. Yeah, thank you. That was, re- and that was really useful just talking through all that. It doesn't seem as overwhelming, even just getting going with the project of a VA now. Just It's definitely manageable to tackle step by step. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah, I think it is very much, as you say, if it's a couple of month project, then it is just a case of going through step by step because it's an overwhelming large project if you look at it as one big hole, but when you look at it as 50 different small chunks, not, not quite so bad. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely manageable when you just once you just talk it out and it's not in, in your head as this big monster. Thank you, Stefan. No, it's been good to have you on. Where can people find out more online about both you and Content UK? So I'm usually hovering around on Twitter at Christina underscore P. And to find out more about Content UK, they, you can go to contentuk.co. Excellent. Thanks for joining me on the show. Goodbye. Thanks so much. Bye. There you have it. Thanks for listening. You'll find me at talkstefan.com or at talkstefan on Twitter. Drop me a message if you're interested in either being a guest on the podcast or working together. Take care for now.